Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here for the second straight year. Three men are going to dangerously dip their toes in the water of Wrestle Kingdom pickums. The two men brave enough to join me are both in Chicago. We'll start with Rich. I'm calling it now. To date, this is going to be our best show of the year. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And by that one sense alone, it already makes it the worst show of the year, Rich. And also in Chicago is Spencer. Uh, I think I watched the most New Japan out of everybody. So I'm um, looking forward to getting no points uh, during this episode. (laughs) Well, last year, so if you remember last year was the first time we did this. uh, Because it was the first time that we had, like, Spencer is the true diehard New Japan guy. And... We just hadn't done it. And we were like, fuck, we were doing Bound for Glory picks. Why are we not doing Wrestle Kingdom picks? So we finally did it, and we were all tied. We were all tied going into the main event last year. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And it basically worked out that Spencer and I each had Okada. Mm. No, we, we each had Naito. I'm sorry. Spencer yeah, and I each had Naito. Right. Uh, no, I think I, I had a lead, and if you got it, you and I would have been tied, and Rich would have been last. Instead, Rich was the only one who picked Okada. So me and Rich tied for first, and Spencer got last. <laughs> so that's good booking. You are you are zero for one. <laughs> it was very good booking. Uh, have we set stakes on this yet? Oh, maybe we have. I don't know. The stakes might just be the the shirt the, every year. Well, the, the shirt is good. The new caveat with the other half. Oh, right. true, 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 true. Because we're going to do Dominion and we're going to do G one and stuff like that. So we just have like a year end payoff. Well, I mean, we I think individually we can still do like whoever loses has to buy the t-shirt but in addition to that how we laid it out before was of the three of us if one of us gets a lower score than one of the other three uh in the junior league then we yes. switch positions with them got so it all right that, that alone but, is a punishment yeah when you have to do pickums with fucking augie and widen because i'm just assuming tope is gonna win it's you know it's a real kick yeah, in the nuts tope will be switching places with me in uh, one week <laughs> hey man i like i said before we started one i only got one person's picks so far and i hate how much they match up with mine so we'll <laughs> you'll hear them as we go uh but we can still do the annual whoever gets last like has to fucking get a shitty new japan shirt and wear it for a while mm-hmm. type thing yeah we can do that whatever's like whatever's like the like the clearance new japan shirt is on pro wrestling tees or whatever well, we can do that i, I just want a new japan shirt at this point <laughs> spencer yeah. keeps getting yeah, my whole wardrobe is nothing but New Japan shirts. When you were doing the opening, Spencer unzipped his hoodie just to check and see if he was wearing... <laughs> I'm wearing the one non-New Japan t-shirt I have. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So let's get started because we have 10 matches to go through, and it's going to take me half an hour to read as many participants that are in some of these matches. Because um, we're including, as we started with WWE uh, pickums for... The biggest shows of the year. We're including the pre-show. And this year, we don't have a New Japan Rumble, which makes me very sad. 
We instead have a gauntlet match to determine the number one contenders to the never open weight six man tag team championship. This is normally not a pre show match. Uh, and it definitely doesn't look like a pre show match on paper because look at who the fuck is in this match. The participants are fuck, I hate this part of the year every year. Uh, uh, Rice K. Taguchi and the oh, most nope. violent play. <laughs> wait, Already wait, done. On. How do you say his first name? Ryusuke. Ryusuke. Oh, these U's, man. I swear these U's. I, I thought I nailed well, it for once. You know, like Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter? It's Ryusuke. Ryusuke Taguchi and the most violent players of Toru Yanu and Togi Makabe. I'm going to get the rest of this fine. Yeah, you are going to uh, Against uh, Yuji Nagata, Jeff yeah. Cobb, and David Finley, the most random team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chaos. Uh, Beretta, Chucky e. T, and Hiroki Goto, right. Suzuki Goon, Minoru Suzuki, Lance Archer, and Davey Boy Smith Jr., and the Elite, Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, and Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, Spencer. Do, uh, real quick, do we know what order uh, this gauntlet is in? I assumed that I, was the order. I don't, I, I'm not positive. I don't know at all. I don't think it is. I mean, it wouldn't surprise um, me if it just wasn't announced beforehand. It, right. It wouldn't surprise me either. It wouldn't surprise me. That kind of looks like how I'd book it. Yeah, me too. Exactly. Like it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is just kind of fucking however it is. Um, Spencer, kick us off. Uh, I'll start by saying uh, my winners. Uh, I've got Suzuki Gun here for two. Uh, not very. I mean, it's impossible. This is like one of the worst ones to even like. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? It's impossible. Sure. Um, and the fact that it's a gauntlet match, like. Whoever the first team in, there's no way they win. You know what I mean? So, like, if Suzuki Gooden goes in first, well, I'm fucked. That's, that's just not who's going to win. If any team were to start and run the table, it would be Suzuki Gooden, I feel like, because yeah. they are the, they're the beef boys, you know? They're, they're, yeah. they're the biggest, most dominating force in the match, I'd say. Um, for me, it boiled down to who actually has, like, a story going on. And who can get the show started off hot and get a pop? Who's the biggest name in the match? It goes down to Goto and Suzuki. Uh, so I went the babyface win there. So I went Chaos for two points. Because also they're doing a lot with Chucky e. T and Beretta in the World Tag League. So maybe Chucky e. T can get revenge on Minoru Suzuki murdering him. Who knows? Yeah, that was my second, uh, my, my initial first choice before I decided to switch. And it's hard to pick against Minoru Suzuki on a pre-show. It's just like... It's like mm. when they put Booker T in the WrestleMania pre-match battle royal. It's like, well, Booker T's going to win because it's Booker T. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rich. Do we know uh, who the current uh, never open weight six-man tag team champions are? Yeah, I believe we it's G.O.D. Uh, and uh, who was it? I think it's Ishimori. Ishimori? I think yeah, it's, I think I think it's G.O.D. and Ishimori. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why there's no actual title match. Um, right. Yeah, on, so on the I was wondering about that. Uh, I went with uh, Suzuki Goon for one. Okay. Because again, it's, it's it's the most players in one match. Too much to risk, but also, you know, Booker T theory. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says Booker T theory like a Lance Archer and Davy Boy Smith Jr. Starting off the year with a win. <laughs> um, also, just all my picks have a giant asterisk next to them in terms of who's still going to be in this company three days after this show. Dude, I know. I love so, how much business is about to pick up right fucking now. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it once we get done with our picks briefly. Uh, the reason I didn't pick Suzuki Yoon is Davy Boy Smith Jr. just signed a MLW contract, bro. 
Can't yeah. split that time. Can't split yeah. that time at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, opening up the main show. So we're actually doing. We we know the order. What a what a concept. You know the order of the matches in advance. The never open weight championship kicking the show off in a big way. The champion Kota Bushi versus the challenger Will Osprey. I start this. Uh, for many reasons I have throughout the show, I need Kota Ibushi to retain the title to start the night off. So I have Kota Ibushi for four points. Um, I feel like Osprey chased the junior long enough. He can also chase the never open weight. Rich. <laughs> well, Business about to pick up. Because <laughs> for many reasons I need throughout the show, oh, I boy. need Ibushi to lose this match oh, no. and the title. I have Will Ospreay winning the Never Open Weight Championship for seven <laughs> points. Oh, Osprey for seven is the new Kofi for seven. Stop Maybe. it. Uh, it's going to be based on what Spencer says. Well, here's the thing, boys. This is Kota's <laughs> first title defense. He can't yes. lose, right? Thank so, you. So I got Kota for eight. Oh. <laughs> it was one of the first picks I made. that I, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel confident about this one. Mm-hmm. So that's going to bite me in the ass hard. I mean, yeah. you know, last year it happened. What happened? <clears throat> I thought I was on the line for the first defense and he it got it. No, I mean, you know, you and Mullet went one way hard and I went the other way hard. And, uh, you know. <laughs> it was the main event, which was in the first match. Yeah, well, I'm I'm cashing in this luck early. God. <laughs> the one thing that does scare me is if anybody, so as, as he's nominated for the Swaggy Awards, and you can go vote for him in the Swaggy Awards right now, um, Kodobushi's not technically signed, so... Literally, you could just be like, hey, guys, I got a, a fucking fishing expedition for the next six months. I got to drop this title. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's Watch, why we don't put titles on you. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's your boat. It always <laughs> horrifies me to pick a bush in anything. I was horrified during G1 when I picked him to get to the finals. And uh, where would you vote for Koto Ibushi in the Swaggies? You would go to arcadeaudio.net slash Swaggy Awards, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you can also go to the description of this podcast, wherever you get your podcast, for the direct link. You can vote while you're listening to the podcast. Uh, hot and heavy has the voting been coming in for the Swaggy Awards. Thank Truly. you guys so much for the early support. A lot of interesting races. A lot of blowouts already. Make sure if you haven't already, get your votes in. Tell your friends. Let them know. Let's have our biggest Swaggy Awards ever because it's well on its way to being so. Well, there's also a lot of blowouts. There's also a lot of ties still. So, you know, let your voice I hate be heard. Ties. Hate them. Ties are the fucking worst. I fucking hate them. We had three matches of the year last year. Bullshit. Not this year. <laughs> uh, I want to point out, uh, so we referenced it, I think, fleetingly a moment ago. So uh, Tope, Augie, and Widen are not here. They are part of our junior pick'em division for New Japan. They're going to be doing their own separate pick'ems, and if anybody gets higher point totals than any of us, they will be bumped up to the main pick'ems, and the, the loser will be relegated down. I only have one of their picks so far, and I won't say the points and who they are, but that person also picked Koto Ibushi for a lot of points, Rich. So, just so you know. Speaking of juniors, the junior heavyweight tag team championship will be defended in a three-way match. The challengers of Rapongi 3K, Show and Yo, and Los Ingrenables de Japón, Bushi and Shingo. Against Suzuki Goon, the champions, uh, El Desperado, and I've never said this name out loud before, and I'm horrified to do, show, do so. Yoshinobu Kanemaru? Kanemaru, but yeah. Kanemaru, and shut up, Samantha. Um, <laughs> uh, who apparently, they've, been held, they've held the titles for like 300 days. They, they, they have been holding them hostage, dude. It's terrible. 
Like I like El Desperado, <laughs> but I do not like Kanemaru. Kanemaru's Kanemaru's old as shit. Yeah, uh, and like, these titles always like bounce around. So why is this the team that's been holding them for so long? Kanemaru is forty two years old. He seems like he's sixty two. Well, yeah, his um, gimmick is, you know how Triple H uses water to spit out. That's what he does with fucking whiskey. That's his gimmick. Cool. Oh, like, cool. So he's Dick Murdoch. In a know. bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I don't> know. <laughs> well, and also just as much as like these titles do bounce around, I feel like the Young Bucks have won these titles like twice on a Wrestle Kingdom before. <laughs> In one Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they basically made it the hardcore championship. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to look back. So uh, they, they, the Young Bucks won the Wrestle Kingdom junior tag match uh, in 2016, and they lost the Rapungi Vice in 2017, and then won them again in 2018. So literally, they changed hands the past three years. Rich, what do you got? Oh, I have I have uh, Lij uh, winning this because be a good, nice little first look for uh, for Shingo getting in there. That's true. Uh, and and not a lot riding on this. I got I got three points on this. Three for Shingo Spencer. Um. Well, I'll just start my point total. I got Rapongi three K for seven points. Uh, cool. So they came in real. I, I want to say they debuted last year. Is that right? Like during New Year's Dash or something? And like one. No. Was it oh, 2017? Yeah, right. am, I, am I getting confused? Yeah, they, they they debuted around King of Pro Wrestling because that's when they won the title from um, Funky Future. And then the Bucks beat them for the titles at right. Wrestle Kingdom last year. There you go. So they were fairly new at last year's yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, but they were champs. So yeah, they've been champs before. They had a fairly short title reign. Uh,. And it's been a while for them, and I think that they're pretty high. I think the company's high on uh, uh, which, who, whichever one it was. Was it show that was in the um, something? Or, I don't know. Whatever. People like them. So three K for seven. Um, Suzuki Unis the champions win it at New Year's Dash. Yeah, that, exactly. Totally fuck me. Which is always hard because there are at least one or two random. Yep. Well, this guy won the title two or three days later. Yeah, I've got way too many happened. title changes on on my picks that I'm gonna get fucked with for sure. Oh, well, oh, that's so that's why the, I picked Kota Bushi. <laughs> well, those are those are the big patterns. Like everything but the big title. Like they like to flip around a lot on Wrestle Kingdom. There's a ton of title changes oh, every sure. year, and then they'll just like revert back the next day. Maybe. But yeah, and and they could just yeah, exactly. They yeah. could fucking Zack Ryder that shit <laughs> anytime they fucking want. <laughs> but the one thing that usually stays pretty constant, not to fucking reveal my hand later on, or am I? Who knows? Uh, is the fucking IWGP Championship? Right, it's the I, one thing yeah. that tends to not change yeah. hands. The one constant. Uh, Suzuki Yoon's been champion, as I say this, two hundred ninety six days, which is absurd. Ooh, it's too many um, no, for, for these two guys now. Yeah, Rapungi 3K, I do feel like if there is an ace of the junior tag division, which I don't think is a thing anymore, <laughs> but they would be them. But like Rich said, I think they want to give Shingo some shine as a new kid on the block, and I have it being a good night for LIJ. So I got to go with LIJ for six here. Wow. We are yet also, to be unanimous on a match, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, are uh, Rapungi like... The, the the next one's up because they are or because they actually have matching gear and none of these other teams fucking do. Uh, that's, that's a good point. They look can, like a team. Yeah. They do. Can we put uh, Kanemaru in a mask like El Desperado just enough to see how <laughs> fucking old he is? That'd be nice. Um, fuck you, ROH. The British Heavyweight Championship is next. <laughs> uh, happily replacing 
Jay Lethal against some some asshole. <laughs> the champion Tomohiro Ishii versus the challenger Zack Saber Jr. Spencer. I've got Zach here for five. Uh, I wasn't super confident about it, but uh, doing some research, it looked like uh, <laughs> Rich isn't happy about that. <laughs> it's fine. That's uh, the thing. So it was something like Ishii beat Zach for the the title one time before, not not the most recent time, but very recent, like my last two three years, something like that. And this is uh, Ishii's second title reign. Uh, Zach's only ever had it once himself, actually. So putting that all together, I was like, I could see Zach taking it back, getting his win back, basically, from Ishii with this title. Agreed on that front. Agreed on the fact that it's just the British heavyweight title, and I don't know how often Tomohiro Ishii wants to go over to <laughs> that country and defend it's it. It's surprisingly he been He goes held, over pretty frequently. It's been held I by think, Japanese guys a lot. It's yeah, been, lot. Yeah. like, since be... their partnership, it's been, like, Shibata, and then Sabre won it from Shibata or something. And Ishii Suzuki. won it from him, and then Suzuki won it from Ishii. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's been, like, a lot of Japanese dudes, yeah. actually. So, so they do have a good, they, they have a, a good rapport with them and a good working relationship, but I still think... Again, I need to have a heel or two win here. I think Zach's the perfect candidate. He's had a really good year. And if ever anything happens like Spencer was talking about where he overtakes Suzuki-Goon, I think it's strong to, to book him as a strong individual getting a win over an established babyface like Ishii. So I also have Zach Sabre Jr. for five points. Rich, now speak out of your butt. <laughs> um, this is the, the Rev Pro. Uh, British Championship, correct? Yes. Yes, it's yes. Okay. Um, so, does Zach win it back? Yes. Is he really going to win it back on on Wrestle Kingdom? Ah, maybe not, because this is, again, their first go-round with this title at Wrestle Kingdom. They might, they might just want to hold Pat. Uh, also, I could see Ishii retaining and then dropping the belt to Pac at a later date. So I and that's to how you Pac? and that's how you back, backdoor <laughs> Pac into New Japan uh, through the through the British heavyweight belt. Yes, that's interesting. Oh, Rich, you already lost. <laughs> I got Ishi, I got Ishi for five. Yeah. Again, that's not the reason. Like the Pac thing isn't the reason yeah, I have yeah, Ishi yeah. for five. I just don't see them futzing around with this title on Wrestle Kingdom. God, this is shaping up fucking exactly like last year this is <laughs> horrifying Spencer. this is fucking horrifying well, you know that fucking pendulum's gonna swing the other way and y'all are gonna kick my ass so. yeah well we'll see yeah at wrestle kingdom 26 <laughs> uh, stop trying the... to reverse jinx this motherfucker <laughs> reverse jinx. Do, the best, do the best i can iwgp tag team championship the champions the gorillas of destiny tamatanga and tangaloa Against the challengers, Los Ingrinables de Japón, Sonata, and Evil, and the Young Bucks. You know who the Young Bucks are. I'm not going to say their names. Um, I start this yeah, one. Phil and Dave Jackson. <laughs> uh, I think, like I said, a good night for LIJ. Um, they won it last year, so that's my only trepidation with it. Um, I only have three points on it. I have Sonata and Evil getting the belts back. Um just because I think they are the future of the tag division, at least the the recent or, or the the upcoming future, until their spots open for them to be stronger singles presence. So, Rich, I also I have a low point total on this one. I got uh, two points on this match. Um, I see this being more so a symbolic victory for all that they've given to New Japan and the doors that they've opened uh, to. North America. Um, I'm going with the Young Bucks here, and I have them dropping it the day after on New Year's Dash. I like that. I've been 
thinking there's going to be a misdirection title change that'll yeah. immediately get corrected. And that's probably the best pick for it. Spencer. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, I've got the same as you, Moa, actually. I've got LIJ for uh, for three here. Uh, th- my reasoning for that was maybe we get a, like the bad blood between the Bucks and G.O.D. Maybe they like just destroy uh, each other. Yeah, hmm. cancels each other out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're able to Opens the door the for pieces. LIJ. Sure. Uh, over, under, because I already listened to the person's pick I got and I actually liked it. Uh, over, under, let's set it on the number of fucks set by Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> in this match, I'm gonna set it at. I'm gonna set it at a paltry eight and a half. <laughs> uh, so the, the other person set it at five and a half. I like your line better because it makes it very difficult to pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the under just because new management. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so sure. maybe they... I, I would also take the under, but I would take the over for five and a half. So I don't know what the sweet spot. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like six and three quarters. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you gotta get the different I, bookies. I like the idea. I, oh, God damn it. This is how you know that they're just so fucking good. Yeah. Because like uh, at the same time that the Bucks and G.O.D. can like offset each other, they could also like rekindle like a one last round. Let's just. I like that. I yeah. Like that. So who knows? It's going to be a good show. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> hey, this might be a good show. Uh, while we're on the subject of, of the Reels of Destiny and cursing a lot, Rich, do we still have thing that we need to put on our Patreon? Oh, yeah. I can uh, have that up uh, since this will be going up basically uh, the day after we recorded. I can have that go up uh, as like a nice little celebratory uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, thing on the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. what this is is um, very shortly after it actually happened, that uh, Grills of Destiny uh, match where they just cursed up a storm, <laughs> I personally went through and transcribed that match. Commentary and, <laughs> and, and in-ring action all, all together. Uh, and then while everyone was up for Pot Slam, we did a, we did a dramatic reading of this, that this match. year we did that this year yes yeah so um so yeah so that that'll be uh, dropping on the Patreon uh, uh, tomorrow as you're hearing this yeah you've never heard anybody reach their full potential until you've heard Augie Artillas be I believe Tamatanga <laughs> it's great it was perfect it was fucking perfect it's what he's meant to be uh, IWGP United States Championship the champion Cody versus the challenger and former champion Juice Robinson Rich you start us off oh boy alright yeah this is one of those things where it's oh yeah the more we talk the more uh, you know we talked about all the different like ins and outs and, and what's going to happen this and that it's like oh man I really did wish I put more thought into this match because <laughs> I did oh, no. I did do my pickums just as I was uh, uh, cooking some pasta before we started recording sure. uh, which he's done for every pickums in the past 10 years is he's always cooking pasta while he does them so I'm just going to rip the bandaid off here it's going to be and dry no bullshit no fucking around you just you got to do it it's good for business and rip the business right rip the bandit yeah rip the business off <laughs> <laughs> uh i got i got juice here winning his uh u.s championship back here uh for for 10 smackaroonies 10 smackaroonies <laughs> oh those are like dunkaroos but you smack them i got i got 10 pharaohs on this one you guys Jiminy Christmas. That's like 70 real points. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually convert that for legitimate dog ears? <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> Man alive. Uh, Spencer. Yeah, I, I have reservations. Go. I, uh, 
Where, at the insane asylum? Yes, I do. <laughs> I Baker acted myself. <laughs> I mean, look, I've got juice winning as well. I thought I was crazy. I've got juice for six, and that felt crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Jump on the full 10. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't put a ton of thought into this other than, like, Cody's fine. He doesn't need this belt. Juice has had it before and has a good look on him, and he's a fucking scrapper. And, like, give him, give it to him, coach. He's ready to play today. today. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right in the middle of it. I got Juice for eight. I put a decent amount of thought into it. Hell I mean, yeah. Look, yeah, this is probably Cody Rhodes' last match in New Japan. Like, he's, Ooh, he's that's busy. probably true. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's an busy. executive vice president now. Yeah, he's an EVP. He's Eric Bischoff. You know, he's got things to do. Also, it's a perfect full circle in that. Cigars Who did Cody all. Rhodes beat in his debut in New Japan Fuck, at WrestleMania? you're it right. Juice? It was Juice. He beat wow. Juice Robinson Fuck. three years ago. Oh, that's good. So, what a Can great I put way two more to... points on this? <laughs> Fuck, no. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rich, I'm allowing you to put 60 dog biscuits more on this. Uh, uh, yeah, I got what a perfect 20 more to, Scooby um, snacks on this. <laughs> What a better way to further elevate Juice than have him go from job boy to, you know, beating the champion and the superstar at the at the biggest show of the year. So the first the I first Wrestle Kingdom. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was like, I got Juice for it. I was just reiterating. Go ahead. First Wrestle Kingdom I ever watched, like uh, start to finish. Uh, Juice was a young lion on the, oh, on wow. the ring apron. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was cool. Good for him. He was like just C.J. Parker. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's right. You know who he was. C.J. Right? Parker really wants to wrestle. Good. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, well, more than halfway through the show, and we finally are unanimous on a match. Just going to point that out again. Yeah. And I couldn't have felt better about that. <laughs> Y'all really supported me, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. That's 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 brotherhood, and that's uh, group mind all together at once. Uh, let's fuck it up here, probably. The junior heavyweight championship of the IWGP. Junior. Take <laughs> two of those titles, stick them up your ass. I want one <laughs> junior IWGP championship. Uh, Cherry's Ishimori, and that's it. Uh, the champion, <laughs> the champion is Kushida. Half juice, challenge- half diet juice. <laughs> I want a Western um, oh. bacon Kushida, junior oh, Western on. bacon Kushida. I'm sorry, I'm come on with bottle. the false finishes. Take forever. Take forever. <laughs> How much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need you to cancel the gauntlet match. Don't have enough money for that match. <laughs> oh, you just crushed that sound effect. <laughs> Man, that's so good. I hope everyone likes Tenacious D or you fucking hate the last two minutes. <laughs> there are so many people like, what the fuck is this? Man. Uh, if this was if this was like seven years ago before we knew like socially better, we'd start singing karate right now. Oh man, can you imagine Absolutely. how shitty that would be? Mm-hmm. With karate, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I must just, Rich almost just sprayed wine through his nose. <laughs> you were trying to make me the fucking Triple H and fucking who? Katamaru, Katamaru of, of wine. Yeah, Kevin Nash. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kevin Nash, the Katamaru of wine. Just fucking stack the two of them on each other and you got Kevin Nash. <laughs> fucking Kushida is champion. Versus, we're the only three of us and we're still getting loopy. Uh, Bone Soldier, Taji Ishimori, is the challenger here. Uh, Spencer starts this one. This is surprisingly Kushida's first defense of this of this title reign, and he's had it for like 80 days or something like that. That's wild. It he is wild. Right? Yeah, was it? Yeah, after it got vacated when um, 
fucking time bomb uh, broke his neck. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Haruma. Haruma. And granted, it was only a four-person tournament, but they still they took their time with it. So yeah, so it's like I, I've got him retaining Kushida for for four points, but I don't really feel that good about it. Oh boy, yeah. I I don't know if you should or I shouldn't feel good about my pick. Because uh, for three reasons. Number one, I didn't know it was Kushida's first title defense. Number two, I totally forgot that uh, Taji Ishimori was with Bullet Club and not LIJ. Mm. Um, I don't know what I was fucking thinking. But number three, man, there's a lot of fucking talk and rumors about who's going where. And I'm, those Kushida rumors are bothering me. Cause, that he might be going to WWE or what? Yeah, what are those rumors? I haven't heard these. Yeah, that they are. Yeah, that he is one of the targets of wwe and for everyone being targeted and nobody probably going they're gonna get fucking somebody um Mm. what else is there for kushida to accomplish in new japan uh he will do fine however he wants to do you know whatever he wants to go with he's 35 that's surprising i was gonna say man he's kushida's been a thing for a long time (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he was tag, tag team with Alex Shelley, and Alex Shelley, I think, died. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> of old age. <laughs> so, um, so I got Ishimori. Also, by the way, uh, in my research, because uh, I just clicked on it, Ishimori is also in his mid thirties. <laughs> Fuck, man. He is also thirty five. So, fuck all my picks. Whatever. Ishimori for seven. Uh, for seven. Know, I got Ishimori for seven. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly don't know how that happened. But I know how that's... it happened. Like. Ijimori, fucking look, man. I've had three fourths of a bottle of twelve point five percent alcohol wine that I got this year from my company in lieu of a Christmas bonus. It ain't the Jam of the Month Club. Uh, yeah, I killed the is... bottle, Liz. You should be on this podcast, Liz. No. Yeah, you should. Who you got, Jay White or Okada? Jay White. Really? Sure, no. Liz, you might have to tag in for Rich at some point. Yeah, <laughs> we may need to call this I know one what you're in the thinking. Ring. Bone soldier, hot young piece of ass on the block. <laughs> exactly my thoughts, yeah. Yep. And it's like, oh, yeah, let's give this new blood. Yeah. But as you just said, they're the same age. Um, I'm going with the stalwart, man. I'm going Kushida for six. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's probably right. We'll see what happens. Uh, that is the second worst... Uh, company christmas present i've ever seen in my ever heard of in my entire life when i was in high school the manager at the movie theater that i worked at was given by the owners a 20 pound bar of chocolate he didn't eat chocolate <laughs> he literally split it up and gave it to kids in his neighborhood and even if christmas. he did hey thanks for uh, your time here uh Kill now yourself. get fat and acne <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where you get 20 pounds of chocolate. Like, you'd have to go to an actual, like, chocolate store that quarry. supplies for <laughs> chocolate quarry. <laughs> chocolate quarry. Uh, uh, let's, let's finish this before Rich passes out, huh? I'm <laughs> um, fine. Or let's slow it down so Rich passes out. We already got Liz's pick for this match. Uh, a, a random non-title match in the middle of all these other title matches. A oh, grudge yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. Um, who goes first here? I mm. think it's me. Yeah, it's me. Oh, this is the this is the worst nine points I've ever put on a match. I'll tell you that much. Um, I don't feel confident in it at all. But I go back to what Richard last year. 
The ace doesn't lose at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. I got Okada for nine. I think this like midlife crisis story with balloons and red hair. Hopefully he comes out as the old school rainmaker fucking kills it and settles the beef for good. Um, that's, that's what I got rich. Uh, when the card was first announced, I was very pleasantly surprised to see an actual grudge match uh, on wrestle kingdom because it, that's just not what wrestle kingdom is. Uh, it's, it's a, uh, exhibition of, of sporting matches. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to their highest degree. Um, <clears throat> very much looking forward to this. Uh, I have uh, Okada winning uh, in the culmination of a year-long storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite as much as Mullen. I have uh, Okada for four because if indeed Jay White isn't like is the quote-unquote leader of the Bullet Club, which Spencer and I kind of went down a road of like that was very cool. Um, I almost dropped my phone, but then I didn't. It was slick as hell. <laughs> Uh, train of thought. Yeah, whether Okada whole about uh, Jay White being the leader of Bullet Club, <laughs> but is he just a puppet? Right. Is so ta- is he fucking Tomatonga's puppet and shit like that? Because Rich was saying like, because Tomatonga was you know he, he's been spouting all this bullshit like uh, Bullet Club has no leaders, we're all equals, and then turns around and brings Jay White in as the leader. Wow. So it's like, is Jay White the actual leader, or is Tomatonga pulling strings from behind? You know, like in the shadows. Also, you know, Gato is going to be cornering Jay White, which is just going to be fucking weird as hell to see. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense for well, it makes sense either way. Either he knows all of Okada's secrets and can help lead Jay White to victory, or he makes a mistake, costs Jay White the match. Yeah. You know, one one way or another. Um, Spencer, I've got Okada for ten because I believe in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I believe in Okada. Also, he's been he's been getting emasculated by Jay White for the last like three months. So. Yeah, I. If he loses, I don't even know how deep down the rabbit hole that story goes. Because <laughs> like, yeah, how right. well, how much worse can it get for Okada? Like, he just came off of the greatest run of a champion ever, right? And now, and now he looks like a hot topic teenager who can't win a match, and that's Which... to a hot topic teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Which would go to show us because, like, mm. to that effect, you could see the booking being like, "Oh, I'll show you how." far down the rabbit hole this can go yeah and then next year coming out of fucking wrestle kingdom bigger than fucking ever damn it <laughs> all right top two the iwgp intercontinental championship your champion chris jericho against the challenger tatsia naito rich i start this one <laughs> you start this one man Oh man, that means Here's I, start, I start the next one, damn it. Here's the damn thing. right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Expert. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure the Tokyo Dome can't fit a cruise ship. <laughs> so as much as I hate to kind of like pull the, well, there's no way that he's still sticking around and stuff like that. And if he is, he might be sticking around for like just a month or two more. Who knows? Um, I got Naito for Naito. <laughs> ninth over ninth though, because <laughs> also like he lost the first. Ninth did lose the first match, right? Yeah, he back in yeah. last year, I think. Right? No, he lost. No, he lost to Jericho at Dominion. Dominion. Yeah, oh, that's right. I'm thinking of uh, yes. yeah. the Omega match. He yeah. lost though. That's, what, last that's year. what it was. Both these guys lost at Wrestle Kingdom last year. Yeah. So this would be a, a good uh, make them up for for Naito, uh, and this would also. Even them two up. Makes sense to Spencer. me. That's what I want. Yeah. I've, I've also got Naito for Naito. 
Hell yeah. Hashtag Naito for Naito. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're saying. It's like Jericho's, he, he's had his fun. Like, mm-hmm. what else is there? He's not, the only thing else he could do, like, like realistically, would be like tag. Yeah. He's not doing that. A cool dad expires always. <laughs> <laughs> is that I how you remember see... your scales? <laughs> <laughs> I can see Jericho sticking around. Uh, and just sure, he'll stick his... around. And, and doing, like I said, I, I could see an Okada story with him happening. It'd be fun to see him and Juice. There's plenty of things for him to do. Do you that think are really? not the I, I think I think as long as Chris Jericho is the fucking insane person that he is at the moment, yeah. that why wouldn't he just pop up every now and then and do a show? And if he's going to do AEW or do whatever else, like yeah. sure, why the fuck not? Um, I don't have Naito for Naito. Because I have Naito for night 10, baby. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, Naito has had, all intents and purposes, a pretty shit year after main yeah, eventing yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So it's time to give who was your most popular star, and still kind of technically is your most popular star, his moment in his redemption. Jericho doesn't need to fucking win a Wrestle Kingdom match. He's no. there for per- putting yeah. dudes over. So Give him another title to destroy. Well, the same title to destroy. Yeah, See how true. they... Fucking also, fuck up the redesign again this year. Also, yeah, last thought, year, fucking Jericho lost his match, and then the next day at New Year's Dash, started the whole thing with Naito. So, like, yeah, exactly. yeah. So if he is going to stick around. Day, yeah. yeah, the next day, let him pick a fight with whoever loses. And then that's where you go from there. Also, I think it'd be kind of cute and, like, kind of cool if, like, Naito wins. Like, he treats the belt, like, well. He's like, I've missed you. Like, you've been gone from the mm. company so long. It'd be a nice little, like, full circle for him to be like, no, I'm gonna hang on to this one. This one's, or he destroys it because Chris Jericho like, like, like rubs some girl's butt on her or something, and like some weird Fozzie show. Yeah, you know, you don't know what the hell Jericho's done with that goddamn thing. He left it uh-huh. under the seafood buffet on the cruise, and it's like this thing. Yeah, you, the, we tried, can't get the smell out. <laughs> uh, you're lucky he didn't. Oh no, he didn't have it. I think you're lucky he didn't leave it in Saudi Arabia when he worked the fucking Greatest Royal Rumble, but that was afterwards. Oh, so, the number of places that title has been. <laughs> Leading to our main event, the big one, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the champion, Kenny Omega, versus the challenger and G1 winner, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Spencer, after you. Look, you're, you're, you're talking to a guy that owns, like, multiple Bullet Club hoodies and jackets, and, you know, Kenny Omega's my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, he's, he's the greatest wrestler in the world. He's losing to Tanahashi. <laughs> Yeah, at Wrestle Kingdom. I've I've got one point on Tanahashi winning. Here's here's the thing. This title doesn't change hands at Wrestle Kingdom. It just doesn't. It never does. Except it did twice. And do you know who it was both times? It's fucking Tanahashi that was challenging. Um, I was also looking at, like, title reigns uh, for this thing in the last, you know, like, like, how many defenses you know, um, someone with a title tends to have. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, up until the last like little stretch of time, it's not been that many. It's been like three-ish, somewhere around there, three or four maybe, with the exceptions of like Okada's had two reigns, one with like eight and 13 defenses. Tanahashi, a lot of his reigns have had like six or seven defenses. So maybe Kenny loses it here. I don't know, man. It's It's really hard to tell. As all of other factors, I, like is AEW fucking around or fucking up shit? His contract expires at the end of the month. 
Tanahashi's there forever, like, and everyone loves Tanahashi. I, I don't know. Like, Kenny's been acting really cocky since having the belts. So I don't know if that's what people want or not. I don't know, man. It's a lot going on. Tanahashi also recently re-signed. I he hate did. how much this is going to replay as last year. I can already fucking tell. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> My pick, uh, I had for a very long time. I'm taking the wind philosophy here in that like, I put one point on this match as well, just so I can fucking enjoy it, and also because I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. I said a while ago when this match was announced that I had a strong indication of this match is going to be a big, big test as to what's going to happen afterwards. And that means to me that this is or this weekend is the end of Kenny and New Japan as he goes on to whatever endeavor it may be. I'm not even saying AEW yet, unfortunately. So I have Tanahashi for one because ultimately Tanahashi is an ace. He's not the ace right now, but he can make a claim to being the ace again. Omega's never going to be the New Japan ace. So I don't see him winning the main event of a Wrestle Kingdom. So that's why I got Tanahashi for one. Go ahead, Rich. So if you look at um, Hiroshi Tanahashi's uh, IMDb, you'll see that he's got some <laughs> projects uh, coming up. That's your research? Uh, you see that he's doing a Judd Apatow movie, Bus Crash. Uh, Is that real? He's doing this uh, 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 Will Forte, Will Ferrell movie called Brothers. Um, and then he's doing uh, this Transformers spinoff, Soundwave. Um, so he's going to be taking some time off anyway. Yeah, he just resigned, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, as the John Cena of New Japan. Yeah, of course. You know, that's obviously the path he's taking. Rich, oh. real quick, who's the NBA player in Bus Crash? It's uh, <laughs> it's still Amari, Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> Who's the other NBA player in Plus Crash? <laughs> uh, Steph Curry. Okay, fair. fair, fair yeah. Kenny um, signed through January 31st. Yeah. Yes. You squeeze, if he is indeed leaving, which who knows? Yeah, I'm definitely. He's literally, he has everything to choose from. Right. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Right. If he is indeed signed for the rest of the month, you squeeze every drop of juice out of him, which means get Juice Robinson out of Kenny Omega. Abushi's <laughs> <laughs> in the next room. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hey, you're also taking shit from my fan fiction I'm going to read next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you got to keep it on him. And also, Spencer and I were, were talking about like, you know, it seems like New Japan's kind of backing out of their, or like, you know, kind of fade. They're doing the fade away uh, from their agreement with ROH. Yeah. Uh, who knows if their next North American partnership is going to be AEW. Lord knows they have enough connections and they would love to keep using those guys. And it's also, I would love to see Kenny stay with New Japan. Yeah, I would too. Right. Like, he has goals there. He's stated explicit goals there. You would love to see him actually see those through to fruition. Right. And also, if he does go, and I have Ibushi f- losing the n- Never title earlier in the show, I would love to see Ibushi Omega in New Japan for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at some point in the next month. <laughs> the next month. <laughs> the next month. You know, let's just throw that out there. Well, if it is indeed like a, hey, my contract's coming up, 
And here's the thing. I'm not staying. Right. So I could either take this belt with me or the only other person I would want to keep it here is the you. other guy not under contract. Exactly. Because <laughs> fuck <laughs> this place. Would, would, would literally go wrestle a blow-up doll yeah. instead of sign a, co- a contract with the company. Uh, I have he Omega for eight. For eight, he said. Yeah, he said eight. Yeah, I knew. I did the math on it. I looked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, he, he's 10, 9. I'm yeah, like, yeah. And that's why I said, motherfucker. I know. Yep. This is exactly what happened last year. Yeah. Except what a fucking the, hell, Mary. And I know you have the caveat of they don't change the title, but yeah, yeah, but let's you know, <laughs> let's really quickly. Did we go back and look at every single Wrestle Kingdom show to verify this? Hold on, uh, I'm gonna go to I, Wrestle Kingdom I didn't, one. I didn't specifically, but that's yeah, that's why I heard a weird from, thing that yeah. they've been doing uh, January Fourth Tokyo Dome shows like forever, but they've only just started naming it in the last thirteen years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a a only thirteen thing. years worth of. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And, and also, gonna... my one more thing I f- forgot to mention is Naito had a, a run with the, the heavyweight belt for a hot yeah. second. Mm-hmm. How many? Mm-hmm. How, how like how long did he have it for? Not that long, really. Yeah. You know. No. So in my head, he could be like, if if Kenny loses it, he's had a, one or two defenses. Let yeah. him lose it. He'll and, get it back. And same thing with Kota. Kota could be a, a transitional champion. Sure. Right. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 2 and 3, the title both changed hands. Nakamura and Tanahashi won. Wrestle Kingdom 4, Nakamura retained. Just trying to quickly look through this. Tanahashi, so three out of the first five, the title changed hands in the main event. Tanahashi Suzuki in the main event. Ooh, that's spicy. Um, That's always a good match. Uh, 2007 uh, was the first time Tanahashi retained against Okada. Um, 2008, Tanahashi oh, uh, main event, but it was for the Intercontinental title. Okada retained against Naito, which was referenced last year. Um, Tanahashi still retaining. Yeah, this really hasn't happened a lot recently. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but even being aware of that, I still put it on Tanahashi because mm-hmm. he's the only one that's it's transferred to. Yeah, and then from there, like it's the story of the the old lion one more time, right. you know, trying to make his way. Tanahashi's, despite his mobility, he's only forty two. True, it's true. I mean, his more his mobility is 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 some is apparently supposed to be like non existent once the cameras are off. Like he's supposed to be a broken down man. Yeah, I've heard that. That's crazy. And, and look at what the fuck he does on a. Regular basis. So, cool. I mean, it's all going to end so, up with fucking Brock Lesnar with five F5s and then we're out of here. <laughs> Fuck. Can you imagine? Former I, would, I, would, I would fucking pop yeah. for it. I would yeah. pop for it. <laughs> so, of the 10 matches that we have, the three of us are only unanimous on three of them Juice Robinson, Naito, and Okada. Every match else, we have a discrepancy. Uh, match selection and points, as evident by Rich taking somebody for eight points and Spencer and I taking the other person for one. <laughs> so it's going to be, like I said, this match, I this may be the most hype match and just in terms of everything I've been for a long time just because this this is going to start telling us everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Between this and then the next day, New Year's Dash, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. That's the thing. Wrestle Kingdom doesn't always tell you everything. New, da- New Year's Dash mm-hmm. will very often tell the other half of the story. We'll see what story it tells. Um, 
I, I mean, of course, on New Year's, we saw the news we were waiting for, and I, I'd like to kind of get into this briefly, is AEW is officially announced and a thing that uh, Cody, the Bucks, Hangman Page are all, and Brandy Rhodes, don't forget Brandy Rhodes, officially uh, signed for, spearheaded by Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner Tony Khan. Yeah, it's it's happening, boys. A lot of a lot of change is coming. Do we know anything about like when people are going to start signing contracts or anything well, like those, that? Those those guys officially already signed. They had some kind of like little like social media sure. post about them signing their contracts, and then it was announced that, as Rich mentioned earlier, Cody's going to be the executive VP <laughs> in charge, essentially like the television production of the show. Yeah, and, and Bucks are going to be the bookers in terms mm-hmm. of writing stories you know like and then match decisions yeah and then basically like scu is are going to be the agents that's interesting yeah. and everyone's still be working uh I, i'm ex- i mean i'm excited of course the next all-in is rumored to be sometime in the spring um there's apparently multiple television offers so fuck you impact wrestling um <laughs> yeah really that's crazy but i mean we talked about that like last week or a couple weeks ago and that like it's a tainted product. Or maybe we just talked about this on Discord. Like, it's hard to be like, okay, wrestling television program, you know, pitch me. And it's like, well, you'd be our fourth or fifth network. Um, <laughs> our ratings are the lowest they've ever been. Like, why would you invest in that as opposed to something that you can say, all right, well, we're brand new. We have a proven track record in these companies that are growing instead of decreasing their visibility. We just had our uh, the largest non-WWE show in North America in like 15 or 20 years that we did from the ground up. Like there's a pet, like there's a more of a pedigree there than what impact has done in the past year. Yeah. Impact can never come back uh, with a TV deal because their numbers are going to keep getting lower every single time they change to a new channel because you know, yeah. Whereas like these guys can say, Hey, we've even from a television aspect, we have main evented and been featured in live main event broadcasts on access. Like, like they did like the long beach show and Cody main evented that show, you know, like the bucks and the bucks wrestled golden lovers and like main evented that show that they broadcasted. And those, those TV ratings are better than what TNA gets or impact gets. So Mm -hmm. that's already a proven, they're, they're proven draws. Um, I'm just interested to see who else they can get and what else they can do because everybody else is getting fucking gobbled right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they want exclusivity. I don't know who really can offer exclusivity. <laughs> and if you're going to be that television product, you kind of need it because one of the things I think that hurt ROH in the early days of their TV deal, um, even before they were with Sinclair when they were on HDNet, was they were still in the old ROH model of like, using guys that weren't like exclusive to ROH. So like you'd have a necro butcher, you'd even have like Brian Danielson on television and then like, you wouldn't see them for like eight fucking weeks. Well, how much can you invest mm. in this guy? If you're only seeing him once or twice a couple, every couple months that's a good point. at home. So that, so that's going to be interesting to see like how many guys from new Japan they borrow to like, and how often they have access to them to make them viable television and live event draws. Um, and also, Who's going to be fucking just p- tired and pissed off of what they're doing wherever they are? And who's going to fucking jump, you know? Yeah, I'm curious to see who the first WWE person is that jumps to AEW. AJ? <laughs> AJ, yeah, right. 
the money I mean, he's making. In, are you serious? His contract's coming up, and he's been thinking about it. <laughs> like I, have you been like no? Well, that's where I, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I fucking DM'd him or whatever. But also, like, <laughs> the, 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 those but, rumors were floated out. But you legit think it's possible, though? I mean, no, but no, okay. I'm just saying, like, those rumors were floated out yeah. like a few I, months ago because he has to be making so much fucking money in WWE. There's no way oh, he could. It, he's going to get a pay increase because he's earned it. And also, yeah. the, the caveat with him is dates. He wants he wants a Randy Orton schedule, which he's mm-hmm. earned because you know yeah. he ain't a spring chicken anymore. So if he can get that schedule, of course he's going to fucking stay. I feel like, but a guy like the club uh, could they? Could yeah, they, uh... yeah. Well, like, yeah, what's like, the AEW schedule schedule even going to be? Yeah, you know, sure. is it going to be like know. just there's, TV tapings? There's a lot of question be, marks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, who knows what it's going to be? Um, but you look at a you look you know fucking the revival know they could make money going there. You know what I mean? Because there's I could see them jumping stuff, real quick. A ton of stuff they could do. Uh, like a guy like fucking like I, like think of like all the underused talent. Like I'm not saying Zack Ryder is talented, but like <laughs> look at like a Zack Ryder or a Mojo Raleigh or a fucking even as a tag champion now like a Chad Gable or which by Ty the way Dillinger. I what? on a whim watched Raw last night. Mm-hmm. And that unsolicited Mojo Raleigh shot from Seth Rollins was really fucking funny. <laughs> well, wow, like, take a dig at him out of nowhere. Yeah, that's great. It, Rollins, Rollins kind of promo on Triple H. He's like, I've been here on Raw every single week, still in the show against Dolph Ziggler, still in the show against Dean Ambrose, still in the show even against Mojo freaking Raleigh of all people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could just see that's Mojo funny. and Catering going like, what? Oh, man, come on. <laughs> oh, man, what the fuck? Um, but then also you got to look at out, even outside E. Like, there's... You know, everyone's trying to lock like Penta and Phoenix in the shit after their lucha contracts are up. Uh, fucking Pac is out there. Um, there's plenty. I've waited way too long to say the name CM Punk in this conversation. There's <laughs> the restraint you've shown. Uh, <laughs> Osprey, even like sure. Um, the, the, the key to this is they have to, like not the key is, but for a mainstream audience if they get television like you got to have something that a, that a casual viewer is going to be like oh okay now i'm interested and sadly impact has proven not that their pub publicity was anything great but like just sheer athleticism and like next generation wrestling is not going to be it at least not to start if you promote that as part of it and then when people tune in and they see it then you're going to hopefully realize what WCW should have and pivot towards that with the cruiserweights and that new generation as opposed mm-hmm. to the old stars. But to start, you got to have somebody that yeah. is going to, that, that, that's a, that's a bigger draw that you can put on a poster and mainstream audience go, Oh, that guy. Okay. I'm interested. And, and this wouldn't be to start, but also just kind of going back to like the WWE names you were listing off. Like as far as people that have the kind of the same mentality, as far as like stick together and, a group they've also worked with before. Like, I don't know what the contracts, how the contracts line up for New Day, but like they've stuck together for all this time and they probably had to fight against being broken up. And like, God forbid, if they don't actually get the shine that the group wants for either Kofi or Big E, like, mm. yeah, I could see them taking their ball and, and elevating another property. That'd be a crazy, that'd be crazy for AW. Yeah. New Day. That'd be a big. Cool. Like you think of like, oh, who are the big gets they can get? And like you don't really think about it immediately, but when you dig in a little bit, you're like, oh shit. Hmm. Yeah, that That's would be that would be wild. Also, not to mention, uh I mean they they'd be leaving a lot of money on the table if they move, probably, but Right. But 
again, like what you never really know what people's priorities. But that's are. the thing. Yeah, you never do. Yeah, yeah right. and then also like what kind of women's roster could they build? Mm-hmm. You know, true. Like yeah, there's still a lot of women. The there's a ton of women's talent out there, especially if fucking impact. Like if they can get out of some of these impact deals, like Jordan Grace and Tessa Blanchard. Um, Mercedes Rosemary is still a f- uh, free agent. Rosemary's out there, or could be. You know, like they could build a hell of a women's division. But what's uh, the, I forget her name off the top of my head right now. Uh, Johnny Gargano's wife. Uh, she's in NXT. No, I know, I know that. Yeah, yeah. What's but her? but she's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, like another like big. What's her name, like, please? What's her name? Candice well, LeRae. Candice LeRae. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but again, another like big because again, they're just gobbling enough people up to where you're not going to use it. You could just ask for your release or whatever, right. or just not resign. Right. Like again, like what are some other misused top talents that they have? You know, that could eventually be like, well, I just want to fucking wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like. It all depends I, on what in that category. Wants. Bailey kind of falls in that for me. Same sure. with Sasha. Yeah. yeah, sure. Like, it all depends on what they go on to do. It actually came up. I forget in what circle or what like, uh, what I was reading. But just as an example, the concept of like a writer jumping came up, and apparently, like in some interview or some mm. podcast or something, like Cody had mentioned. And Cody's like, I've taught, I've had this conversation over fucking butterbeer it. Islands of Venture, because they're fucking dorks. And sorry, I had to get my shot in. But in all honesty, it was like he's a WWE lifer because that's what he all that's what the dream was. Like that's he wanna be a wrestler, he wanna be a WWE superstar. Exactly. And for him, he can travel the world, he can buy his fucking toys, like, you know, like it is what it is. But for and there's probably more people like that that don't wanna do anything and have it be seen as less than the best. So there are people that would probably rather be making their downside guarantees and WWE and being a WWE superstar than going out and fucking working. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, and also, <laughs> like, here's, here's, here's another, as far as a writing team goes, it'd be super dirty if they didn't hire Jimmy Jacobs. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, why not? Like, I mean, <laughs> they're the reason he got fired. Yeah. And then... Hey, we started a company, uh, and you did some of the best fucking work in WWE as a writer when you were there, but lose our number. <laughs> lose our number. That'd be, that'd be fucking dirty as hell if they didn't hire him. But the thing that I mentioned earlier about the mainstream, is Jericho enough? See, I don't think he is. I don't think so Enough either. to get people... I think it's enough. Well, it, not it, by himself, no. no you're not getting, you're not getting a, a CBSSports.com article just from Jericho. Because again, because Jericho's kind of been doing all these other things, so that kind of dilutes Anything. him going yep. to a new thing. That's a good point. Had he, ne- had he never done New Japan or never done anything else, and it was the first thing, then sure. But now yeah. it's old hat. Yeah, and it'll pop a crowd. What were you saying? Well, Liz, Liz said that Jimmy Jacobs wasn't invited on the Jericho cruise, the Jericho which cruise. was a. I would assume would be like a Jericho decision, which would also be kind of fucked up because he helped do Jimmy some of Jericho's like best stuff. Made Jericho who he, he is in the Jericho. last five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he uh, he was there for all. Jericho in, wouldn't be Jericho right now if it wasn't for Jimmy Jacobs. Not today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, um, I think I, I think he was a big piece of it. I, I think he chucked the whole thing up to it. But here's, I mean, I figured it out. All in, double or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I saw this as I was laying in my pool with Jer- Jeremy Borash. <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> Main event, Toby Keith. 
<laughs> suplex. Matt Jackson in a soup, <laughs> suplex. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the title's won by Ken Shamrock still. Ooh, um, and we hand out Red Solo Cups. What are the Street Profits doing? Can we get them out of their contracts? <laughs> They're already working in a different company. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. Can they work? Uh, I mean, and anything is possible. We're not going to really know anything. I mean, we're going to know anything sooner rather than later, which is exciting now. Because it's been months and months and months of just like, what are they doing? What's happening? There was a I don't remember what website it is, so I don't know how valid it is, but apparently there was a recent report that there was a a call or a meeting with Omega and WWE still on the table and still on the books to happen. I mean, he'd be stupid not to, you know, take the meeting. He's very, yeah, and he's very purposely not in those re- releases or reports or anything. Mm-hmm. A because he's still signed through the thirty first, as Rich said, but B. Like you have to know your worth and you have to know your value yeah. and how much how much is this upstart really going to be able to throw at you versus whatever he's almost undoubtedly been thrown. So I, it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me at all, especially because this whole this whole we're shaking things up. Everything's new. Routine has not been fucking stagnant to me without a purpose or a reason and i'm not saying that he's the purpose or the reason but it wouldn't be it, it would have to be a main cog of it in my eyes to be like oh yeah by the way uh, one of the big, big things we're doing is we got the hottest fucking rest in the world here he is and showcasing you're saying, saying WWE did that no, WWE no i'm saying WWE, WWE did that <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised saying- if wwe fucking like got him under contract and then just like never like just like dropped yeah, him out got him just a barrel oh. yeah but he's at the point now where he will not go even for the money. I don't feel like if that was the case, like he's going to get not creative control, but he's going to get some kind of assurance yes, like there's, before there's more, he goes. For, for him, there's more important things than money because sure. like if, if he goes and gets a contract for money, that's so incredibly short sighted because like, yeah, maybe you make a, a million dollars, literally millions of yeah. dollars in the next yeah. like three years. But then you shoot yourself in the foot for the rest of your life, maybe. Also, he probably has like had conversations with AJ, just like, "Hey, right? How did you go about your kind of introduction into this world?" Right. That's the closest thing he has well, to like. Yeah. If anything, AJ is AJ is the biggest bargaining chip for him in the world. Is like, "Hey, remember this guy three years ago? You brought in for good money, and then we're gonna job out to Ryback at WrestleMania, and then you saw him, and then you saw what you got, and now look who he is." Yeah, right. I'm that guy, but younger. Right. Yeah, like, right. like, like he's a great bargain. Should be like, I'm not coming unless you give me this and you give me the reassurance that I can get to that. And I and like if they give that, like if they give him the money and the reassurance that you're going to be a top five or ten guy, like that's hard to fucking beat. Is Kenny they, Omega too a- weird for WWE? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like just uh, the way he I- fucking talks in his promos. Is it too weird? He already has been before. <laughs> he already was. What do you mean? He was because he he was signed to developmental like ten years ago. Oh, he wow. was signed to deep, he was signed to Deep South Wrestling, like, and they didn't fucking get him. Uh, Hugh Morris sucks. Yeah, Bill Demont for those of you who who yeah. don't like bad wrestling gimmicks, and um, and yeah, and they they let him go, and then he started doing his you know weird Dragon Ball Z shit and going to wrestle <laughs> folk, fucking Coda and whatever. So it's yeah, he's totally different. 
Like AJ could fit into a WWE style pretty seamlessly, you yeah. know. Kenny doesn't, but that's also kind of the reason again why I feel like they like they may just make the push for it because they want to switch shit up, they want to like promote change, they want to do all this stuff. He's a fucking great guy to, to trumpet as one of them. When does that HBO documentary come out that he's been uh, uh, he's going to be the subject of? Apparently, it's only going to air in HBO Canada to start. <clears throat> Mm. Um, I HBO. I, there was just an article about it recently. Okay, so it'll be it's available just, on the internet the day after. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it just says 2019 still. Hmm. That's this year. Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Samantha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and again, that could be a great little. Who knows what amount of footage is going to be in that? But that's a great little. End of the documentary title card is, you know, in February 2019, Kenny Omega signed a multi-million dollar contract right. with WWE. Right. That's all I'm fucking saying. I mean, the same thing goes with, like, he signed a multi-million dollar deal to not go to the biggest company in the world and stay with, you know, whoever or start his own thing. They all are great stories, but... They're all headlines. They, they all are. I... <clears throat> Who knows? I really wish that they didn't announce that Tanahashi resigned because I'd be saying the same exact thing about Tanahashi going to WWE right now, and it would have been much more stupid. Yeah, but it would have been right. a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> it would have been a lot of fun. Like, like, I don't he's know. Saying, he's he's gonna go over and he's gonna fucking lose to Rusev, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, we are we're forty eight hours away, less than forty eight hours away from knowing when recording. Anything else we didn't we didn't tackle or cover in any of that? No. Um, did we... Uh, are we? I don't know if we're saving this for another episode, but we didn't do our uh, New Year predictions like we uh, oh, traditionally do. Oh, shit. You are right. Yeah. So we will do that next week because next okay. week's episode will be um, news. So our Wrestle Kingdom follow-up and our Road to the Rumble news, whatever else is going on. But we will also be announcing the winners for the Swaggy Awards. So on that podcast, I will make sure to message the other gentlemen in the Swaggle Squad to let them know to have their realistic and crazy predictions ready for that episode. We'll do those there. Thank you for remembering, Rich. I'll make a note of it right here. Because uh, we actually hit some this year. Uh, the stupidest one being a child wrestled in WWE and won a title. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hold on. Do I have them in this book? Hold on. Well, don't, don't spoil them. We'll, we'll talk about them next week. No, the ones. No, not the ones. The ones from last year that we hit. That was what I was gonna say. Or yeah, I think we should lump them together. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 God, I can't believe you fucking of all the ones. That's so asshole. good. <laughs> did I say that? Who said that? Was that Rich? You. I did. said that. You. God. You hit both of yours. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm a fucking genius. Uh, let's see. You hit both of yours. Rich hit one of his, and Tope hit one of his. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably our best year ever, man. Do I have 2016 written down? I don't. Damn it! I'd love to go back and see the other ones. It's the only one I've written down. Means I'm gonna make mine extra dumb. Yeah, right. Because now it's like, (laughs) oh well, clearly I wasn't thinking outside the box enough. Yeah, yeah. Rich, you hit your extra dumb one. (laughs) You hit your extra dumb one. No, you and Spencer Beach hit your extra dumb one. Exactly. (laughs) Horrifies me. Right. Absolutely horrifying. Man, me. But yeah, that's awesome. uh, that's next week for you guys. Uh, and if you're wondering, you know, what are we doing for the junior Peckham division? Uh, make sure if you aren't 
a Patreon patron, make sure that you head over to patreon.com slash arcade audio for five dollars a month. For five dollars a month, you get bonus content. And we have a ton of it right now. You want to hear Widden's thoughts about Britney Spears. You want to hear Widden. You want to see Widden's eyebrows threaded. You want to hear their picks, uh, Widden's, Augie and Topes. You want to hear the Grills of Destiny uh, table read. You want to hear unedited podcasts later on in the month. That's everything that Potswoggle has for you just in January alone on bonus content. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash arcade audio, sign up, and you get the bonus content, not just for us, but for all the podcasts in our network of shows. And there are some very, very good ones. Well, and not only that, but just because it's that time of year. So uh, we have a uh, several uh, uh, $10 level uh, subscribers and patrons to the Patreon. Uh, so on top of... A, uh, a birthday postcard two and a half weeks after your birthday on top of <laughs> that's uh, not my fault that's the mail probably <laughs> it's the holidays they're behind on top of uh, access to the discord on top of all of the bonus episodes for every show on the arcade audio network you also uh, uh, receive uh, pieces of merch uh, from your favorite shows cool. End of the year, thank you uh, yeah some buttons uh, this year we're going to be throwing in uh, some stickers and some koozies as well so uh, and 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 who knows uh, what else but um yeah a lot of a lot of really cool stuff um, uh, the higher you go up the uh, the level chain there hell yeah and uh, while you're checking us out make sure you go to arcadeaudio.net for our home base you can get the uh, all the podcasts there all the podcasts, just like Potswog, are available on uh, every podcasting medium. Follow us on all social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, so you're getting your hot P1 on pinnacle Donner, action. On Blitzen. <laughs> uh, we are now officially starting this Monday, uh, going up during Monday Night Raw. The Monday Night Wars are back. P1 <laughs> pinnacle versus Raw. You don't have, you don't have to wait until 11 o'clock Eastern. Uh, anymore it's going to be going on right at nine o'clock during monday night raw check it out we actually have a special guest commentator coming up in a couple weeks so be on the lookout for that it's getting really really good almost reaching the halfway point in terms of action for that um the twitch stream remember royal rumble sunday 3 p.m eastern sunday january 27th the pod swoggle and heels and heels rumbles we did our picks for that uh last week you're going to hear it two weeks from now in the most bleep heavy edited episode possibly of all time um i have already compiled pretty much everybody uh except one different uh, except one person and it's looking real good it's gonna be our biggest and best rumble ever so make sure you're following us on twitch for that rich spencer any individual plugs for you boys uh, feel free to check out my uh, my comedy quiz show. That's uh, also a podcast here on the Arcade Audio Network. It's called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, and you can find it in uh, whatever podcast app you use. It's very funny. It's very good. Subscribe now. I'm not gonna give anything away, and I don't want to like you know overhype anything too much. But subscribe now so you don't miss a specific episode coming up in the near future that you will not want to miss. I don't even know what that and, could be. Yes, oh, you shit. fucking do. Oh, that? Yes. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. There's going to be a crazy also, episode. Yeah, like, Mo, like, we're gonna, we'll tell you yeah. once we're done recording. So in like, two, in like two or three months, there's going to be a fucking crazy episode. Here, actually, in the spirit of our uh, uh, uh Rumble picks, uh, go ahead. I want to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Spencer, fucking hit him with it. And Dude, you bleep this out. Everyone that's going to be on it? 
Yeah. How about, you, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll give you the, the one that's going to blow your mind, Mullet. How about this? One of the sure. teams is going to consist of... Ooh, buddy, buddy, buddy. Yeah. That is good. That is good. And you don't even hear what that was. This Podswoggle sensor button is getting its fucking use in 2019. That's all I'm telling you. For also, good things. So people know. Not for awful, <laughs> awful, awful things. It's for good things. Uh, just so everyone, it's not just the podcast. Also, if you're in the Chicago area, you can go see those shows live. That's true. Every Monday at the Crowd Theater at 8 o'clock. Damn right. Also, you can see Make live sure to um, tweet, tweet at me first before you, you come in case we're not doing a show because sometimes we don't do shows. <laughs> but usually we do. Yes, usually. There's some blackout dates. There's uh, some blackout dates early on by the crowd. It's, not, it's not out of my hands. But yeah. Uh, also, Rich, I don't know if you're going to promote uh, where they can see you live in Chicago. Yes. Uh, since this is coming out on Thursday, I can say, hey, tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this uh, <clears throat> before Friday night, come on out to Second City in Chicago. and uh, January 4th. January 4th uh, at 7 p.m. And check out my team, Ripley. Uh, it's a team full of crushers. Uh, we're meeting up tonight, and we're going to come up with something fucking crazy to do. Because uh, I specifically wanted to put together something that's like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is no, the this crazy is- shit we've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like something you've never seen before, uh, is what I hope. <laughs> uh, and then also our <laughs> opening team is uh, Uncle Garbage, which is also yeah. a fantastic team here uh, in Chicago. But yeah, uh, Second City, 7 p.m. Check that shit out. Uh, it's going to be great. Hell yeah. In the time we've been recording, uh, Britt Baker signed to AEW Wrestling. So there you go, there you go Rich, with your... Wow. What, what, what they're going to do with female talent. That's uh, surprising, considering that she is, uh, as far as I know, still so in a relationship Adam with Adam Cole. And, wow. has done, and has done NXT job work before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. with her... Full gimmick and like Tron and like a re- good music, not That's just crazy. shitty music. Yeah, so it's a good get. It's a good start. A very good start. I wish you boys the best of luck in your Wrestle Kingdom. No, picks. fuck y'all. <laughs> I mean, mostly I was reaching out to Spencer because Rich, if you win, I if Rich gets three matches right, he's gonna win because. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be the exact opposite of how many Spencer hey. and I we only disagreed on we only disagreed on the junior tag match and the on the junior matches. The tag so and good. the junior heavyweight. And the, I don't count the fucking gauntlet matches. So if Rich wins, Rich wins big hey. time. Double uh, or nothing. Rich, <laughs> Rich picked the opposite of us in one, two, three, four matches. <laughs> so good. I look forward to getting relegated. <laughs> Augie, enjoy uh, my spot. Well, no, looking at my picks, it'd be the person I told you guys earlier who it would be, which I just admitted that it wasn't Augie. Because, of course, Augie didn't give me his fucking picks. <laughs> yeah. Augie's, Augie's fingers exploded writing one of these names down. Is it an hour before the show? Then no, he hasn't given you your fucking picks. Uh, in an hour before the show, he'll still somehow be awake for this because this show starts like at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very nice, awake. Right? If I see correctly, Spencer, you're going to try to watch it live. I thought about it, but I also am walking my <laughs> sleep schedule back where I'm not going to sleep at six in the morning. Yeah, I probably won't be able to watch it until Saturday night. I will be waking up and doing what I did last year and watching the end of the semi main and the main event 
uh, once I'm at work <laughs> because Man. it's ending like right as I'm getting into work, like at eight o'clock in the morning. So, so that'll be fun. Uh, but that's going to do it. Thank you guys for joining us. For Rich, for Spencer, for Liz on the couch. This is Mullet signing off for Possible Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are swogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.